you are facing an entire day of stress, you're facing an entire day of decisions around it, you're looking at the psychology of it, and unfortunately, you're facing your entire life and the relationship you have with food around it. And so although the step count looks more daunting when you look at the number, it is way less difficult over the long term to figure out all the internal drivers for it. Welcome to the Fitness Forever podcast, where I share with you the exact habits, actions, and strategies that I've used over the last 15 years running 27,000 personal training sessions to build the exact framework to help you feel better than you ever have without hurting or hating the process. You're going to hear exact case studies from myself and some of the best coaching minds in this industry. Thank you for listening. I hope you put into action what you hear today and subscribe. Most people don't want to hear this, but you cannot work a bad diet. It just requires substantially more work than most of us are doing. And most are simply not ready to do what it takes or even talk about it in the first place. Because for many of us, if we simply became more active, definitely walk more, and started exercising, we wouldn't have to rely solely on a low-calorie diet to lose weight overall. When we put this premium on just low-calorie approaches to losing weight, it generally becomes this race to the bottom because it works extremely well until it doesn't. And almost every time you hear somebody trash talk a diet, discuss how much they hate it, or just demonize any approach to eating, it's many oftentimes a result of just truly extreme end of low calories where they felt awful all the time, they had trouble keeping it up, and they most of the time gained all of the weight back. So today's podcast is dedicated solely to just walking more, getting more steps in. And I want to walk you through, pun intended, an idea here. If your only approach was just dropping your calories lower, what is going to happen is many are going to keep going down, down, down until they end up with such a low calorie account that yes, they can lose weight, but it is very short lived because A, the body will start adapting and drive their activity even lower. B, they'll get frustrated because they're restricting so many of the foods they enjoy. They're around all the foods that they enjoy all the time. And they have no energy to do any of the things they want to do. So they've lost weight temporarily. They're frustrated. They're tired. They're low energy. And they just hate their overall day-to-day -day because they don't get to enjoy any aspect of it. When you look at the alternative, somebody eats, we'll just say, an average amount of calories per day. They are focusing on getting two to three workouts in per week. And they really keep driving their steps up so high that they are creating an actual calorie deficit without feeling like they're in just a miserable place. And they get to have the foods that actually sound like something they would enjoy. Which scenario do you feel like would feel best for you? The one with all the frustration, with short-lived outcomes, and not getting the joy in the aspect of it? Or the part that allows you to see progress without all of the restriction and stress that comes with the eating side of things? And so with all of my clients, what we do is we constantly have conversations about what I call the 10% rule. When they're starting with us, can we do 10% more steps than we did the previous week? So if you were at 2,000 steps a day and you did this for 12 to 16 weeks, you will be into that eight to 10,000 range within that time. But it just feels difficult. But I will always take the movement difficulty 
over the diet difficulty because when you start really facing nutrition, you are facing an entire day of stress. You're facing an entire day of decisions around it. You're looking at the psychology of it. And unfortunately, you're facing your entire life and the relationship you have with food around it. And so although the step count looks more daunting when you look at the number, it is way less difficult over the long term to figure out all the internal drivers for it. So let's just talk about ways that you can start getting more steps on a day. Because an hour of walking will usually work out to about 6,000 steps. And a lot of people will get somewhere between two and 4,000 steps on a day without even thinking, which is honestly extremely low for most weight loss and overall maintenance of goals. So that means how do I figure out a way to get one to one and a half hours of plan walking or steps a day in? And just remember, it does not have to be done all together. So let's break down a few strategies. Number one, taking phone calls and meetings while walking. Super underrated if you can make it work. Just think of each time you decide to hop on the phone with a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a daughter, a friend catching up, and you decide to just stand up and start walking while that phone call is going on. Maybe you do that a couple times per day. Maybe you do it once a day. But it's still 15 to 30 minutes of dedicated walking and building a step count that you didn't have before that doesn't change the outcome of those conversations or your overall day. If you take that a step farther when it comes to meetings, maybe when you hop on a Zoom meeting or a phone call meeting, you also decide to start walking around. You could be walking around in your office. It could be heading outside. If you want to take this step farther and you do have control over this, and I did this with one of my staff members the other day, that we took our one-on-one -on -one meeting outside. I said, do you want to do a walk and talk? And we ended up walking two miles while doing our catch up and talking about things. I do recognize this one is a little more limited, especially if you have to take notes and have action steps out of it, but it's just another way you can quote unquote, think outside the box as you go into it. Number two, simply plan smaller walks throughout your day. It does seem obvious, but you need to be proactive in scheduling them or it likely won't happen. This goes into every other aspect of how I get clients going with an overall program. If it's important, schedule it in. If we can combine scheduling walks in with phone call and meeting walks, then you're gonna see a pretty high step count on a day. Number three, listening to audiobooks or podcasts while taking a walk. You know, for this one, this can be something that if you were already planning to do this and you're gonna to listen to a podcast, or you're gonna chill at home and listen to Audible, then make it into a walk is, you know, zero downside here because not only are you getting to upgrade the mental side by, you know, taking in a helpful podcast, listening to a book you really, really enjoy, but you're getting in more movement. So we just continue to stack steps on a day overall. Real quick, friends, this podcast is definitely just getting off the ground and we would love to help more people just like you find their way in fitness or level up in the process. If you could help me out for just one second and share this podcast with a friend, send it over via text, email, just talk about it with somebody that you think it could be useful for, it would be much appreciated. Now, back to the framework. Number four, for those with kids, go on walks with your kids. You know, for this, this is one, you're starting to set the overall environment of movement is great. And if you can be that for your kids, you set them up for a lifetime of movement as well but also it's another connection point for you. 
And for those that have younger kids, bonus points if you can push a stroller or use a carrier and you get some external load while you do this. But overall, this is just a great family activity that's also going to drive up your step count as we get into the ones that require a little more effort and possibly money. Number five, getting a treadmill desk or at least a standing desk. A standing desk hands down is first just the easiest way because it gets you a little more conscious of how much you are sitting on a day and it just gets you kind of fidgeting more, you know, shifting side to side and doing that. But a treadmill desk is an amazing way to not just get that one to one and a half hours of walking on a day, but see this drastically drive up. You know, the first time you do this, you are actually going to feel like you have to go so incredibly slow to actually focus on what you're doing. Um, but it is a sneaky way to build up a lot. If you cannot influence your schedule and put in walks throughout the day, if you cannot find a way to schedule in all your workouts, honestly, this is the number one thing I suggest for those that have the financial means to do so because of how powerful it is on the outcomes that you need. Number six, another one that requires a lot of effort and some money spend, get a dog and walk it. Not only is this part of a wonderful life of dog ownership and the connection you'll have with the wonderful furry friends of the world, but it is one of the best ways to get steps and enjoy it. And your dog will be pumped with you as well. And one little indicator I'll give to people is if I see a dog that is having trouble with weight, I do see a connection to owner simply because I can look for overall activity. No judgment here. This is simply an idea of if we get out and walk our dogs more, not only will our dogs be healthy, but we'll be healthier as a result too. Number seven, this is a sneaky one, but going and walking around the mall. You know, it's so funny. When I used to work at Finish Line back in the day, I got to see all the mall walkers come in eight o'clock in the morning before the mall open and walk all around the gym, multiple laps. And they were just knocking out their steps for the entire day. Didn't have to worry about the elements or the weather being the limiter. Got to do some people watching as well. So double bonus points for that, but it's another great strategy to move steps up on a day. Now, these are a lot of steps to get it in, and I hope at least one of these could be useful for you. But what I'm getting at here is pick the smallest little thing you can do to start changing your environment of activity on a day, and you will see things move forward. You may not get to 12,000 steps now, but if you can get your step count higher and higher and higher, this is less brain energy you have to spend on trying to figure out all the nitty gritty aspects of nutrition. It doesn't mean you avoid them, but you can sit there and drive the staircase of activity higher so that you don't have to build the staircase of your eating behaviors bigger and bigger to make the house you want in fitness. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it useful, but maybe more important, I hope you have at least one action you can put in place before the next podcast drops next week. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoy and share with friends. Have a great day.